0: Okay, so did anyone um, was anyone able to read I know we know the scripture but was anyone able to read the uh, uh, the passage Matthew 5, 6
1: Yeah, you put it in the the chat as well the blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness
0: Yes
2: mm-hmm.
0: Okay Were we able to like study because like there's
2: good question i didn't study it i didn't study it but i saw the scripture okay
0: yeah welcome uh toy good to have you
1: good evening everyone good evening Toyen.
0: Okay, um, I think we'll just uh, go straight into it. So, like I said, I know we, we all know this, um, I'm sure we all know this passage or this scripture. Blessed, or blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Another translation will say, they shall be satisfied. Um, Before I go on, just just at the top of your head, can anyone say anything? Does anyone want to say what they understand by this passage? What do you understand by what Jesus, these are the words of Jesus, he says, blessed are those who hunger, two things, who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled or they shall be satisfied. What comes to mind when you read this when you hear this? Please feel free to share. Anyone, anything, please do not be silent. Do not be silent. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, okay. Do you want to go first?
1: <laughs> okay. Um well so like what I want to say is that mm. it's just like as I just said because I did not read it, I never remember. Sorry. Like it just really what struck me about the statement is that um sorry my uh-huh. <laughs> network was bad
0: all right so I can hear you now so go on
1: okay so like what really just struck me about the statement is the word hunger and test okay. and they will be satisfied and i just thought about it in relating to like i just really don't know me that to so be hungry like thinking about relating it to food is that, mm. like when you are really hungry you mm. eventually like look for that food and seek out the food mm. and everything you don't just stay in one place and everything mm. like really longer real tests like mm. I don't even know if I'm so tested that no matter how many coke you drink you just have to look for water till you get better so it just struck me that Like, I need to question the depth of my hunger and test for God. And, like, it really just speaks about how you um, do the things of God and relate Mm -hmm. to God. Like, it's a testament to the actions you do, Mm -hmm. the level of your hunger. And that is why we don't, like, sometimes we expect some things we don't see them and then we question God but the fault is like from our area we don't hunger we don't have this like true hunger and desire for for God and then um, linking it to Jeremiah 3 verse 3 that call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things and then Bible verse that says um, if you seek me you will find me it talks, it just really shows that the desire is the first thing. Mm. The desire, and then the desire that will push us to um, seek God. And God always responds. Like, he, wants, he won't hold back from us. He will respond to that desire. And He will even help us to flame that desire. So just like, it, just to just add things that even if we feel like our desire for God is small, even from that feeling alone is a sort of hunger and we mm-hmm. can just pray to God to help us. Cause as I just said, that is by his power. So that, that is by his power that we are able to do these things. Even to love God, we are we're able to love him because he loved us. For us. So mm-hmm. like, it should not be a thing of worry that our hunger level is not like, I don't really care for the things of God. For you to even have that thought that you don't really care for the things of God is, is like they said, the realization of a problem is the beginning of a solution. So, like, it should be a great thing to rejoice that uh, you know that there's a problem and God always responds whenever we seek Him. Because that's anger. Thank you.
0: Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Toy. Thank you, Toy. So that's, that's <coughs> one that I mentioned from on there. Hunger. Hunger. Okay. Um uh, uh, Rosemary and so, so I wanted to say something before, right? Eh?
2: Um, I would say Toy uncovered it pretty well <laughs> so okay. Okay. um yeah oh, Good. thank you
3: all right
0: all right rosemary please go. go
2: on thank you um Tori really was explicit she did, but just to so her to what she said about um hunger you know when she said um, that time she gets really thirsty and no matter what she takes she doesn't take water she won't be you know satisfied it's just like what most of us go through there's this deep hunger we have, and sometimes um, we we do not know that there is this this hunger, hunger for something more, and we begin to fill it up with irrelevant things. It could be um, food, money, um, excess, um, watching of TV or something. We we just feel this void and hunger for something more, and sometimes we do not, we can't place our fingers into it and we tend to use something else to fill it up so sometimes this hunger for god is maxed up with um if we don't really understand it we might really we might get confused about it so that's what i just wanted to add okay okay thank you
0: thank you rosemary yes ramsey
3: Uh yeah. At at first like uh, reading uh, of this blessed that they which do hunger and thirst for righteousness. Um even reading it now, mm-hmm. like the first thing that will come to my mind is like I'm not really part of these people. <laughs> that was like the first thing because mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I do vacillate, it comes and it goes. So, like naturally, it's not like a very natural thing. Because I remember when I used to read these kind of verses, I'm I'm like, hunger and thirst. Righteousness is basically like, like doing good things, you know, like being righteous, being clean, being blameless, but from my like experience in life, the thing that naturally comes to me that I hunger and thirst after is actual like things. Hunger and thirst is mostly like regards to f- fleshly things, you know, eyes of the flesh, but I feel like what I think is God, um, Jesus is saying here is people that allow the spirit of God to change their desires, to like like make it become the desires of God. You yeah. know, to actually just let it, because these things here are actually, you know, to me now it's like things that God wants. You know, yeah. God pursues after righteousness. You know, people that actually suppress the flesh and let God just like God's desires flow through them. I feel like these are the blessings that come to them, like, they are blessed, you know, because I, I don't I don't think this comes naturally. Nobody naturally would want to be meek. You know, like I'm going like a verse um behind Going to meek, blessed and meek for their inheritor. Uh, so nobody would want to be meek naturally. So, like these are for the people that have let the desires of God be the number one priority. So, this is this is what I I, I feel is being said here.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's that's. Um, thank you so much. One thing I'll pick from what you said was uh, that uh, the desire is not; it doesn't come naturally.
2: Um,
0: in the sense that you know, um, it's not the natural desire for man to want to follow God. You know, even in following God we need help we need help so that's one thing i would pick which i will i'll talk on even when i start um, talking so let me just go for let me just you know go further then Um, we'll still maybe as we talk i would uh the, the opportunity for people to also speak more because is one verse but when i was studying it still a lot of things that uh, the holy spirit was just you know opening up and the first thing the first thing you notice i noticed when i was studying was the word righteousness um because it says blessed blessed are those who hunger and thirst But this hunger and thirst is for something. It's for a particular thing. And it is righteousness. Um, Before I go there, if you read the, the Passion Translation, the Passion Translation puts it this way. How enriched are you when you crave righteousness? For you will be surrounded with fruitfulness. You'll be surrounded with fruitfulness. And translation says, oh, you will be satisfied. And I, when I read this translation, I was trying to see, okay, why did they use fruitfulness? But we'll, we'll talk about it later. So the first word, like I said, you'll notice is the word righteousness. And righteousness in um, in its or in Hebrew term is referred to as zedek olamim which means everlasting righteousness. That is righteousness that is forever. And basically what righteousness or the righteousness of God basically what righteousness is um, righteousness is basically the act of being righteous. And the act of being righteous is seeking right standing with God. Because there there is man there is man's way of uh doing things but there is the god way of doing the same things and seeking god's way of doing a thing of or achieving a thing or seeking what god is saying concerning this thing that pursuit is righteousness that's the way i would basically put it so that scripture is actually saying you know um blessed are those who hunger and thirst for doing what is right god's will or you can say seeking god's will so if you look at um, the tpt that i mentioned how enriched are you when you crave righteousness for you will be surrounded with fruitfulness so basically craving right standing with god or craving god's way like i said god's way of doing the right things or craving god's will as God's way of doing things. The, I think it's Good News Bible, says, Happy are those whose greatest desire, another word here is desire, the other one uses crave, is to do what God requires. God will satisfy them fully. The key phrase in this one is the, their greatest desire, whose greatest desire. So, um, I'll pick it up from what, also Ramses said about it's a, it's, it's it, naturally we desire fleshly things but what god does is when he comes he exchanges that desire he, he he they say there's an exchange he now gives you his own desire so you desire godly things you desire the things of god or you desire to do things um, god's way that makes sense so it's like a longing of the soul the way this one put their greatest desire and to be hungry let's go to the next one which is hungry to be or to hunger is to strongly desire or crave for something in other words to desire to crave to to like another word is longing yearning appetite and so on Um, in the negative side or in the negative sense it would take the form of lust um, which is to which means to um, passionately desire for something but the only difference is that that one is an unhealthy and an obsessive and uncontrollable type of hunger because even when somebody is filled with lust lust for power lust for the opposite sex or lust for you know, fame or anything. They are consumed by that desire. So it's it's a hunger, but it's a, you know, it's the negative, it's on the negative side. To thirst is to have, next word, thirst. To thirst is to have a feeling of needing or wanting to drink something or to have a strong desire. Again, the word strong desire, craving or yearning for something and whenever you're hungry or you're craving something like Tony said you 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 you're ready to do anything to to uh uh, uh, to to get that thing sometimes you're hungry but you're not just hungry you are hungry for pizza or you're hungry for for suya or oh, you're hungry for chicken or you're hungry for a particular thing. And because of this, your hunger now is focused, is precise. Your heart will be set on that particular thing. So your heart is, 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 is a target. It's not just, you understand, it's not just, you know, all over the place. It's actually centered on one thing. Of course, in this aspect, it's centered on Righteousness. So, when a person is hungry and thirsty, it's a sign I believe it's a sign that they are alive and are able to be fruitful and productive either good or bad so you can be one can be productive unto evil works and one can be productive unto good works um, In the physical hunger and thirst is and this goes to what Ramsey said. It doesn't, it's not, it's not natural. So another understanding you will get about hunger and thirst is that it is given. Okay. It is given. Um whether physically or spiritually or hunger is actually giving. Because even in the physical, when you are hungry, you don't um how do I put it? You don't um it just it comes you just realize okay i'm hungry it's not by your choice yeah it's not by your choice but sometimes you've even eaten something and you know you're still hungry and maybe you're like ah, i've eaten why am i still hungry you realize you are not in control of that you know so it's something that is given and this scripture is saying because in the spiritual um When you are hungry and thirsty, you are blessed because it's leading to something which, again, I'll still explain. So when a person stops being hungry or thirsty, it means they cannot feed. And when they cannot feed, they begin to lose strength and lose weight. I'm speaking both physically and spiritually or in any realm. Hence, they become weak and metabolism cannot take place in the body so metabolism basically is the process by which the body converts what we eat and drink into energy for which this energy is used to engage in work that enables the body to grow and the host to survive in plants this process is called photosynthesis where you know the the plant takes uh 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 Uh, sunlight from the sun or energy from the sun energy from uh uh uh, from the air energy from the water from the ground and then it converts it to uh, i think sugar or so, for the leaf to keep being green and that's what helps the plant to be able to do work that enables it to grow and also to survive and also It also, there's, I've forgotten what it's called, but it also gives, there's something also releases in the air that also helps it, you know, that helps the whole ecosystem. So it gives, it's productive, so it gives back, and then it goes round, and then it comes back to, so it's like a, it's like a cycle that, you know, keeps happening, like a loop. So, um, metabolism cannot take place. And when the body is weak, the body can do little or no work or it cannot be productive. And if it cannot be productive, the body cannot grow, survive and be fruitful, just like a plant. If if it's not growing, if if it's not surviving, it cannot yield fruit. It's the same principle. Now, this is exactly what also happens spiritually. The reason why a person or the reason why people are ready to go the extra mile for certain things would be because of hunger and thirst. Whether to go higher or to go deeper. Hunger, whether it's hunger and thirst for success, whether it's for something. People are hungry for but for different things. But you realize that whether it's for power, for a better life, for fame or for whether positive or negative, but you realize that for anyone to achieve something, good or bad, or to reach for higher grounds or deeper r- levels, hunger and thirst, they, they are key components. Do you understand? So that's why I said. A person who is hungry and thirsty is alive. So that alive can be alive to... Flesh or alive to the spirit. So you know, it can be either way, but at least they are alive to something. And concerning today's topic, we are discussing hunger and thirst for righteousness, which is right standing with God, alignment with God's will. One thing we should on un- one thing we should know and understand is that hunger, like I said, is giving. I want to read, um I want to read a verse or two verses of scripture from the book of john john chapter 3 john chapter 3 from verse um, 25 to 27 john chapter 3 from verse 25 to 27 Now it says, Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, he who was with you beyond the Jordan, beyond the Jordan, to whom you have testified, to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing, and all are coming to him. So this was John's disciples coming to John to tell him that, Oh, look, this man that you testified of, that is Jesus. They're referring to Jesus. Look, now he's baptizing you know, and many people are going to him. So they were trying to tell him, look, they're leaving your ministry. They're they are now going to this person. So John now revealed something to them. John, John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven meaning if you see yourself anytime you see yourself desiring god and his righteousness that is his way of doing things it means you have been blessed by god you have been blessed by god to be fruitful to be filled to be satisfied because It is this blessing that you have received from God that will lead you on a path of seeking, desiring, and doing God's will. And we all know that doing God's will is what satisfies the soul and also the spirit. It's like food to the soul. It's like food for your spirit. And um, in John 4, in John chapter 4, um, when after Jesus had talked with the woman at the well, when his disciples came back and they urged him to to uh, eat food because he had not eaten you know and they were like oh master eat something you know and jesus replied in verse 32 of that john 4 he said i have food to eat that you do not know about and they began asking each other did anyone bring food for him to eat but jesus said my food is to do the will of him who sent? Now, the only reason Jesus or anyone would make such statement is because of their hunger and thirst for righteousness. Ultimately, to see the kingdom of God established on earth in the hearts of men, because that was that was uh, that was uh, Jesus's mission. So he was consumed with that this righteousness. Was consumed with you know, the righteousness of God. So this is to tell you the importance of having that hunger and thirst for God and His righteousness. His um, hunger and thirst for righteousness that would make the righteous or, to, or that would make a believer, the people of God, to continue to live by faith Faith in Christ Jesus, and to grow in that faith. So, in other words, it is what it that hunger and thirst is what propels. It was is what pushes one deeper and deeper and higher in God. Because when a person loses appetite, like I mentioned before, when a person loses hunger, loses appetite, or thirst for righteousness, or anything, you know, food. Growth stops, but in this case, righteousness growth stops, and regression kicks, you no, know, kicks in or kick starts, because they no longer desire to feed on the on food, or well, in this case, the food of the spirit. Because that's one thing that happens whenever one, whenever we lose hunger, um, whenever we don't desire, it's because hunger is not there. Um, they, uh, they, 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 they lose the desire. We lose the desire to feed on the food of the spirit, which is the Word of God. Um, the person no longer desires to spend time in the presence of God, where they are to drink of the water of the Spirit, which Jesus spoke about, that out of our bellies shall flow rivers of living water. Now, if you read that statement, what is that? That's fruitfulness. So you are giving... Say you drink of this water. So you drink water, but out of you shall flow rivers of living water. So that's, that's fruitfulness. Because first of all, that's fruitfulness. That's being satisfied. That's being filled. Because the only way you can overflow is because you are filled. Or it's because you are satisfied. Um... And where there is fruitfulness, it means there is life. It ensures the continuation of life, just like a tree that bears fruit. It means it would produce, to continue to reproduce itself multiple times. But where there is unfruitfulness, there is a dying that is occurring. So, um, like I said, hunger is giving hunger is giving so whenever you hunger and thirst like i said before for righteousness it's a blessing because it's it's like a seed that has been planted that would yield fruit unto yield fruit of righteousness unto god and um one major way have realized of renewing our hunger and thirst for God or for righteousness and going deep find God is the culture of waiting waiting on God um, Isaiah one scripture I read is Isaiah 40 I'm sure we know the scriptures well, Isaiah 40 um, Isaiah 40 from verse twenty eight to thirty one but so far is it is it making sense? Hello
2: yeah
0: yeah okay so Isaiah forty from verse um twenty eight to thirty one it says have you not known have you not heard the everlasting God the Lord the creator of the ends of the earth neither faints nor is weary his understanding is unsearchable he gives power to the weak and to those who have no might he increases strength even the youth shall faint and be weary and the young men shall utterly fall but those who wait the lord shall renew their strength those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount up with wings like eagles they shall run and not be weary they shall walk and not faint so those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength meaning for there to be a renewal it means there is there was a decline means there was a decline so the decline is not the problem because you know we we are we are humans and you know in our in in, and even in 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 our walk with god um we um because our journey is a journey of faith it requires us to move from faith to faith so from one level of faith to another level of faith. And different levels require all, one thing that is constant is there will always be that place of um, to move to another level. It always looks like one is coming to a decline or it's, it's like a call. It's like a call by the Spirit into the place of waiting. So um is it's 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 a normal thing because like i said it's it's part of it it's part of our work um so the decline is not the problem the problem is when is is, is when we don't um, seek the solution which this scripture reveals that it is waiting on the culture of waiting or waiting on the lord so, I'll give example. example. Um, many times this year, <laughs> I have struggled. Uh, I've struggled, you know, spiritually. Struggled spiritually. And um, one thing that was revealed to me is that the, what you... What worked for you last year will not work for you this year. Um, I've realized that. Um, So, whenever there is... Whenever this thing... Can you guys hear me? Is my voice low?
3: No, I, I I can hear
2: you. We can hear you. I can hear you.
0: Okay. So, one thing... Um, oh, lost my train of thought. Okay, let me remember. Um, sorry, I kind of lost my train of thought. So, one thing, um, I was saying that I was trying to use myself as an example, um, that this year notice when we entered this year there was a lot of um, struggle you know spiritually and i was wondering "Ah, what's going on and trying the things that i you know used to and it was having little or no effect um and had to cry to God and say, Oh God, please help me. Because it it, it, it got to a point, One thing God taught me recently is that, you know, even though you know, but sometimes you tend to forget, and many times God will humble you just to remind you that it is not by your power, it's not by your might, it's not by your strength, it is by the spirit. So, um, there was a period where it looked like one was very dry, like, uh, many times, you know, when one opens the scripture, you're reading, it's just opening up, you know, you're entering different, you know, realms with the scripture, but this period is like, as we we'll say in Nigeria, never take light, you know, and, um, that's how I felt um so had to and the desire many times the desire like I was saying the desire to to read the word like I used it used to be there it's like it was there was a decline it like was going down I didn't really desire so it was a struggle so many times I would struggle and now I'm not talking about um I'm not just talking about, you know, the times that you have bad days, you have, you know, days where you have to press in. I'm not really, I'm not talking about that. That's different. I'm talking about this or something that, you know, was happening, was happening. And like I said, desire to read the word, desire to pray was not there. You know, and I tried the things that I knew how to do they, like I said, they had little or no effect. And I started praying. and said, God, help me you know, to cry out to God. Please help me. What's going on? Um, so until God started you know, pointing me. And God led me to you know, our very first... Um, I don't know if a lot of us have listened to it, but know, some of us were here. Our very first podcast, you know, that I posted in our, check the list of the uh, the sessions we've had, is called Waiting. Our advice, you know, many of us to go and listen to it, especially things that were shared there by, um, when I was listening to it, God used it to really bless me in terms of, that was, you know, the beginning of... um, when God started speaking to me on what to do. But the most important thing is that He was calling me to wait, to wait on Him. So I was really blessed as I was listening to it and I spoke. I was really blessed by um, things that uh, Emmanuel said something there, very profound. And um, I was listening to it and it was just reminding me, Manuel Esther, I think. And, uh, i remember who but um it's titled waiting waiting slash fasting on god waiting on god slash fasting and there was something that was said there which is it is only a life that is surrendered to god that is able to wait on god because again like i said Nothing. We can't do anything for God if God does not help us. So the first thing, first thing, first thing on our own end is to humble ourselves before the mighty hand of God. Is to humble ourselves. Is to humble ourselves. But before I go there, um, um, so after listening to it. Um, I was strengthened a, a bit, and then God led me to, to 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 wait on Him. And one of the key uh, components of waiting is through fast. Not just fast; you're not fasting for
2: something.
0: You're fasting, or you're you're not just waiting on God for something. You're waiting on God for Him to come, because that scripture that we read, Isaiah 46, says, "They that wait on the Lord." shall renew their strength it is a day that wait on the lord shall see him i know yes eventually he will reveal himself to you but because we we are dealing with a king spirit we're not dealing with a servant spirit but we are dealing with a spirit who is a king who's a monarch he will not come just because you want him to come to deal, just because you desire him to come today, he will come when he desires to come but the blessing there he says that they that wait on him, they shall renew their strength, so I like to look at it this way usually when probably you say you are waiting on God people, you know, might say okay, oh waiting on god for something maybe on a matter or something and even if it's on a matter you realize that whenever you go into that period of waiting on on, on god whether it's concerning a matter you find out that the first thing god will do to you is to take your mind off that matter and focus on him because the true weight unto god the true weight is usually unto God not for a thing because God can give you something and you 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 know you, you receive it and you go your own way because nothing nothing in this world outside of God truly satisfies so if he can give you something you go and then you realize that that thing does not even satisfy your soul and then you come back or you can wait on him, And while you're waiting for him to show up, he still gives you something. Because that's what I realized. Because based on this scripture, the scripture is true. When you wait on God, he still gives you something. Even the things that you did not know. So one thing that he will do for you during waiting period is that he, this I know I've experienced it, is that he will renew your hunger for him even if your hunger was somewhere he will increase it or your thirst or your desire for him because he knows that it is something that you need to continue there is something that you need to continue he might give you different things i give you knowledge i give you insight illumination understanding at this point he has not shown he has not revealed himself or You are still waiting. So that's the benefit of waiting on God. Does that make sense?
4: Yes, yeah.
0: Yes, so that's the benefit of waiting on God. And I want to just read a few scriptures before I just, you know, continue. One first scripture is Psalm Psalm 27. I think most of us know this scripture Psalm 27 from verse 13 to 14 it says I would have lost heart unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living wait on the Lord be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart wait I say on the Lord. So this is another benefit of waiting on the Lord, that He shall strengthen your heart. Because reading this, you see that fear had crept, had had, you know, crept for this writer, who is David. He said, "I would have lost heart, meaning I would have given up. I would have lost hope. I would have been, you know, I would have lost." Yeah, those are the words that come into mind. I would have given up. I would have lost heart. heart, I would have fainted unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Then he's not telling you probably what he did that he was not able to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, which is, he says, wait on the Lord. He says, be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart. Because waiting on the Lord hmm, is when you want to wait on the Lord. That's when you realize it's not it's not a natural thing. To wait on the Lord. It's not a natural thing. The first the first enemy or the let me say the first enemy that will fight you is your flesh. Your flesh will fight you, ah, you know. To give, to want to give you so many excuses not to encounter, because he knows that in that venture, in that adventure, in that voyage, you will crucify the flesh, so that your spirit man can be quickened or can come alive or can be strengthened. So the flesh will fight, and then even when you now start, ah. There might be different things. There might be spiritual you know, attacks or some things. I'm just saying based on what I've uh, me have experienced, because the flesh or the enemy knows that you are going to reap something great in that in that adventure, that that thing that you're about to venture in. He knows, so he will try to discourage you. It does not discourage you with first of all in the mind and say ah, you no know, don't don't, you don't worry you're fine if it doesn't succeed there you will use your belly you know say ah don't look you are <laughs> if you do this thing now you you that that food you know that's if you go on this you know adventure that's me you start bringing those you know those things that you like bring different things that that jello fries that you know that chicken that that thing just like in in that podcast you know uh, <laughs> there was something <laughs> that <I'm honest. laughs> I just remember now that uh, which is true on a normal day you can stay the whole day you know now I'm talking about fasting. You can stay the whole day, you know, you might not eat probably because you are consumed with work or you're just you just don't eat much. But the day you decide to fast, oh oh that's the day that your tummy will start, you know, or your body will start revolting. Has it to, does, it happen to, does it happen to us? am i the only one
3: hello
2: yeah it's a, it's a major issue
0: mm. that's when that's when your body will start start vibrating and say trying to make you, if you if you if you do this you you know you start having like you know uh, thoughts if you do this you 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 might not make it to you <laughs> you suffer or you go on this fast you lose the contour of your face you know you lose your shape you all those <laughs> all those things is to is to put fear in your body so that you not engage you know you not go on that journey so but another scripture I would read is Isaiah 64 verse 4 Isaiah 64 verse 4 it says for since the beginning of the world men have not heard nor perceived by the ear nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts for the one who waits for him. Verse 5. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness. Who remembers you in your ways. You are in... Okay. Let me stop there. My emphasis is in 4 and the first part of 5. For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, nor has the eye seen any God besides you who acts. That means he he acts, he moves. For who? For the one who waits for him. You meet him who rejoices and does righteousness. That is, you meet him who rejoices and does things or seeks to do things your own way. Who seeks your own way of doing things which is all right right standing with you, which is righteousness. So, like I said before, a person who is able to wait on God is a person whose life is surrendered to God. So, on our own part we, we cannot give ourselves hunger and thirst. But what we can do is to position ourselves, our heart, in a place of humility, Just come before him. That's why the essence of verse 3, you know, if you read our scripture, Matthew 5, Matthew 5, if you read the few verses, let me open it again. If you read the verses from 3, verse 3 to verse 6, Matthew 5, it deals with a life that is surrendered to God. The first one, blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of God. What is poor in spirit? Those who, they do not regard themselves as, they have no arrogance spiritually. They don't regard themselves as anything spiritually. So, because they don't regard themselves as anything spiritually, they they will always seek God. Does that make sense? They always seek God because they, even, even, and, these people might know something; they might know a lot, but they've taken the position of, "Look, I don't know anything. What I know is nothing." So, God, I will always rely on you. So, point in spirit. So, these ones have humbled themselves. Again, everything that has been mentioned in from in this beatitude, Christ fulfilled everything. Is the epitome. Everything has that is mentioned here. So point in spirit. So even though but okay, before I even mention that, the verse next verse says, Blessed are those who mourn, but they shall be comforted. Mourn for what? Probably mourn for their sins, repentance, or mourn you know, for anything. They seek God for comfort. So God will definitely be. Comfort them. Whenever uh, somewhere in Psalm fifty-one that says, "A contrite, uh, a broken and a contrite heart, that you will not despise." Again, humility, humility. That's that's. I, I feel that's our part to play. Home, you know, position ourselves and waiting on God is you know it. That's it it's humility and it goes on it says blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth again who is a meek person meek person who is someone is is close is closely related to humility but meek is meek meekness is having the ability or the power to do something, but you or to, the, yeah, the power to do something, or the, the ability to use your power, but you choose not to use it, but instead you rely on God. So, meaning, if a, a harmless or a powerless person cannot be weak because at that, they don't have a choice, but true meekness is when you have the power to do something. But you keep it under control. You don't use it. When God says, vengeance is mine, anybody that relies on God, you know, they, they, they can be called meek because you actually have the power to take vengeance. You have the power to do this or do that. But you that person chooses to rely on God. Again, Jesus. You know, is the height of that because in Philippians 2 in Philippians 2 it says um, from verse 5 it says let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God so he was God did not Consider it robbery to be equal with God. Let me let me use another, let's, let's, let's use another, another um, translation. Let me use NIV, there is NIV or is hold on you can let me use amplified it says have the same attitude in yourselves which was in christ jesus look to him as your example in selfless humility uses the word humility so that's why i said they are closely related who although he existed in the form and unchanging essence of god as one with him possessing the fullness of of all the divine attributes the entire nature of deity did not regard equality with god a thing to be grasped or asserted that is as if he did not already possess it or was afraid of losing it but emptied himself without renouncing or diminishing his deity but only temporarily giving up the outward expression of divine quality and his rightful dignity by assuming the form of a born servant and being made in the likeness of man he became completely human but was without sin being fully god and fully man after he was found in terms of his outward appearance a man for a divinely appointed time he humbled himself still further by becoming obedient to the father to the point of death even death on the cross for this reason also because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself God had highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every other name so that the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in submission of those uh, who are in the heaven and on the earth and um, and under the earth and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father so you see the life of Jesus though he had the power first of all you realize that Jesus had his will for him to say I did not come to do my will I came to do the will of the father he realized that he had his own will I'm just trying to explain meekness but and he had his own power I mean he could do anything he could use his power to create his own kingdom he could do anything but he, he 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 subjected everything to the authority of the Father. I mean, it might, it might sound simple, but Jesus's you know show or of, of meekness is, is actually the hardest. You know, I mean, you see, in our time, you know, people just have small power, and you know, anything that with anything that you know that uh, pricks a man's ego, or someone's ego, they want to show. Do you know who I am? You know that kind of thing. Do you do you know who do you know who I am? Mm-hmm. And that kind of you hear that a lot. And so, even in the part where he had to uh, 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 suffer, he had the power to, you know, when they were beating him and slapping, he had the power to say, you know, you, you who slapped me. You know disappear and that person <laughs> that person would disappear had the power to strike everybody there that you 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 slap your god you slap your savior man but no bible says he was led you know was led as a lamb to the slaughter so um that's just to explain so I don't really deviate that's just to explain uh, meekness but so it's like it builds up onto the scripture which we read so just using that to explain that our posture the posture we take is humility humility and because it's only a life that is surrendered to God that is able to wait on God and every blessing talked about here like i said before is giving all the beatitudes you say blessed are these for they shall inherit this blessed are this for this is their you know this is the uh, uh, uh fruit of the of that blessing blessing so these are this is even what the bible calls blessed because these are these are like seeds you read the to they are like seeds that produce, that cause fruitfulness. So that's why it's a blessing. Um, and one thing you realize that, like I said, everything, put the scripture read and every other scripture there, blessed, wherever you see, blessed is the man. Just know that that blessing, that thing that the scripture is talking about, did not come from that person it was given. it was given because if you come across the scripture hebrews 7 7 that says and without doubt the lesser is blessed by the greater so like i read before when john said a man can receive nothing except his giving from above from heaven so what i'm trying to say is that if we are to go deeper or go into deeper waters with God, with God. It is giving. Our job and work is to position ourselves to receive the blessing by praying and waiting on God with a humble, lowly, faithful, meek heart coupled with a steadfast and consistent spirit. Again, all being quickened by the spirit of god by the holy spirit for it is the spirit that quickens the flesh profits nothing so we cannot even go on this adventure without the spirit quickening quickening one so when a person realizes ah man i'm missing it i'm missing it oh god missing it. god help me that for you to think like that is is is, is a blessing like i will i will I will hinge on what Tony said, you know. For you to have that thought is, is the beginning. A seed has been planted. Now is to water it. Is to water it. To to follow that pathway. Oh, I realize this. Oh, I've not. Oh, God, forgive me. Help me, please help me. It that's watering the plant, and then go further. You know, to wait on God. Even the wait, like Scripture says, it is. It is him that you know he works in us to will and to do for his good pleasure. Um, so that's it for now. Please, um, if anyone has anything they want to share, please, the floor is open. But our thoughts. Anything, please. Please uh, don't be silent. Don't be silent. Anyone wants to say anything? Nothing on the side. Anything on any one side? But do we tell them I want to say something?
4: No. I'm just. I just want to say. She just. I didn't hear that. I said I don't want to say anything
2: yet. Uh.
0: I mean, I've. I'm. I'm. On my end. I'm. 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 On my end. I'm done in terms of. Uh,
4: Okay. Okay, um, uh, while we wait, I just want to draw something from the scriptures where we, we, we... Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. From the scripture where we read, I just want to draw something from there. Matthew chapter five, uh, the beatitude, or that salmon on the mount. Like you said, the first thing that that's trying to teach us is. The revelation of the desire what it is de- what desires what desire does to any man or any woman both in the spiritual realm or in this realm He like said your decision your decision determines your destiny and this decision sometimes is born from circumstances you know but the fact is like you said for for someone that that is able to press on to 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 desire this to be filled with god it's a blessing it's a blessing because uh when they say count your blessings there's one blessing that i count personally which is the fact that whatever I know now it's by grace, and grace belongs to God, the grace of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, whatever it is that we have, whatever it is that we know, it's a blessing that the father is bestowed. It's it's from the father. Now that's that will sound somehow for some. Now, what about the people that, what about the people, hello everyone, please, I, I want us to say something with what the Holy Spirit just put in my heart now. Now, if I said I am blessed because I know what I know by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, now what about the people that are not in this faith right now? What about the people that don't know Jesus right now? And there is a possibility that some of them will not find him till they leave this place, this the planet Earth. Now, what do we say about such people? Are they not blessed one way or the other? So... Somebody will just, I just need an answer before we proceed with what I want to say. Next.
0: Okay, maybe um, just for clarity, maybe like to rephrase the question. So that.
4: Okay. We are blessed to be here right now. We are blessed to do what we are doing right now okay we we are not here because we we how do i put it because we earn it let me use that word in humility we are not here because we earned it by grace it said by grace are you saved so grace is given okay now the thing is what about the people that are not opportuned to know Jesus right now, okay. What would we say that grace is not extended to them or they are not blessed in one way?
0: depends on in this context it well, depends on the blessing
2: okay
0: you know, uh, It depends on this there. The there is there is the blessing of life and yeah the, you know you know good health but this is now is now coming to being specific which is things that, I believe, things that pertain to, um, will I say, the things that pertain to righteousness. Yeah. Uh, Things that pertain to righteousness. So, because everything, if, if scripture didn't tell us, you know, didn't mention these things, um, that these things are blessings. <laughs> we'll probably not look at, you know, probably not look at it as blessing. I mean, it says these things like, blessed are the pure in heart. Shall see God. Yeah. Uh, blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. For theirs is the kingdom of God, you know. So, okay. Yeah, okay. So,
4: I I think there is um another translation that said uh, happy. I think they use in the context of that blessed, set, they now use happy are those who, who hunger and thirst after righteousness. And there's a translation like that. There's talking about happy are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness. Now, uh, by the grace of God, the desire. Like, in every man, there is this conscience. There, there is this inner voice. Uh, uh, I, for me, it's, I understand it as conscience. That every human created by God has. Now, for some, it comes to the point that the Bible said that their conscience is seared with hot iron. Therefore, God has given them health to that reprobate mind so the the their conscience is dead to the point that they they walked they work they to kill their conscience okay so they they to kill their conscience even when the conscience keep telling them do right they chose to do wrong so they they, they, they decided to be alienated from the extension that God is given. So they chose chose to stay away from that thing that is God. Even though most of them even live long, you know, because grace actually is working, giving them the opportunity to turn around. Many times in nature, these things show up. But they chose not to align themselves with, with, uh, with good. Now, for us Christians, by the grace of God, um, our desire for different things differs. Some are in alignment with God, with the purposes of God. Why some are not? Some are not. So, when the Bible was talking about work that we should work our salvation work out our salvation with trembling and fear it means as a person there's a role that we ought to play now the top if i'm right the, the 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 intro to this topic we said a call into deeper waters a call okay a, a called deeper waters this is deeper waters deeper waters now going deeper I believe is a choice at this point going deeper is a choice to choose between um God that's where that hunger starts to come from between God or the other things my business my career my my desire it now is a choice I joined. uh, Why I I joined? I was doing something else. I forgot today is even Wednesday. I was so busy. But thank God. So what I was doing somehow was the network was not very good. So I don't even know why I got to. Okay, I I wanted to go through my phone. So I now saw this um, the message. I have to go and check. Oh, now I screamed that it's Wednesday. So I just have to stop every other thing I'm joining. Now, it's a choice. I would want to continue. I've not finished what I was doing. So I have to choose between how important this class is and this study is and the work I'm doing. But my desire to learn, to add to knowledge now made me cut that enough even in this atmosphere that is very important what i was doing is very important but now i chose this to be more important than that praise god so i believe yeah uh, going forward the the scripture is a pointer is a sign a pointer that is to show us the way to go now, how far we want to travel that path, I think it, it becomes personal to a level. It becomes personal to a level. So the, the hunger and the thirst, we are blessed with the desire, but going further, going deeper, I think it's now personal. That's where our walking, our, our, it said, our how do I put it now? I'm desperate for you, like a song that sang, I'm desperate for you. Now, I want to know you more, I want to know you more, I want to know you more. Like, I want to just get more of you, more of you. I don't want to stop. Everybody stopped here, but me, I want to go further, I want to go further. You know, I think that's what the Lord is trying to say. said, those are hunger and thirst after righteousness. That means everybody don't... Hunger and thirst after righteousness. Some stay at the position where they feel they are comfortable while others decide to go further. So I think pressing forward has to do with us trying to that we pray actually for that grace to go further. But what will make you pray? You decide you want to go, but you don't have strength to so you now start asking the father to help you go further. If you think you've not gone for the, um, far enough, why some people feel they are okay where they are? Praise God. So I think at that point, um, going further has to do with um, our personal efforts, trying to, if we can't go, we have to ask for help. And I think that's how uh, it comes mounting up with wings like ego You know, those that wait upon the Lord. He said they will renew their strength. So those that wait—that means some people don't wait—and if the Father is not partial, the Father is not partial. He said, "Ask and it shall be given unto you. Seek and you will find." So if somebody seeks more and more and more, of course the person will get more and more and more. But if somebody seek and stop at the point, the person who will actually stop at that, at that point. Grace is sufficient for all, but how much can you fetch? How far do you want to go? How deep do you want to go? It's now about that personal drive. Mm. And if you don't have it, then you now ask for the grace. Then God will supply grace for you to be hungry more. You know, that's my take. Praise God.
2: Mm. Hallelujah. Thank
4: you so much.
1: Amen
0: one thing I I I, I picked from when I mean, many things but one thing that stood out was the matter of choice because truly it's, it's, uh, it's not something that it's not something that I can I can make another person do. I mean I can be a vessel that God might use to uh 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 stare or to you know understand or you know um, ignite the fire or stare it off or stare the waters but it's um which leads me to the second thing which is personal personal you know um when i like to use myself as an example when i said i was when i sh- struggled spiritually you know this year back from uh, started you know early and because because there was that um, personal desire or personal uh yes desire that uh god i want to do this i want to do things your way i want to do this and like you said sorry Solomon. this is the loud noise i think it's
4: the wind. okay it's a fan okay let okay, me mute Joe. let me just sorry let me mute them or oh, you is can a...
0: shift the fan okay uh, you can just shift the fund, that's fine. Okay. So, um, there is that um, because of that desire, and um, you 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 desire to strive for more, and like, again, I'll pick one thing you said, which is. Many times, you might not have the strength. So this is where we ask God, God, help me. Help me. And then this is likely God will draw you to that place of waiting on Him. Because the only way, when I say help me, help me, that means I'm asking God to give me something to achieve this thing. So I'm saying, God, give me something to achieve this thing. But then in order to receive, I have to be positioned in a place of waiting so that he can drop that which he wants to give. You know? So those those are the th- things that I'll pick from that which is very true. It's personal. Like I said, you can make another person do it. You can you can you can can encourage can, but then there's a place of choice. Even for God, it doesn't God doesn't force. God doesn't force anybody. He might come strongly and might feel like oh it's like oh, God is forcing. But many times he does that because of love. Because he knows he knows the blessings or he knows the things that are on this path that he's strongly urging. You know but at the end of the day I think it still comes down to choice. so that's one thing I'll pick from what Solomon said but yeah anyone else wants to say something that we just pray but please if you have something to say please No one has anything, you know. So um, today before we go, I want us, I want us to, and of course, like I always say, our prayers are not anything. It's not limited to, you know, the core. You know, this is where you started, but going further, please if you if, if god is calling you to a place of waiting i i, I strongly I strongly advise it you know it, it's it's this it truly renews you know there's a renewal I, I, i've seen it play out many times in my life so the, the only i'll be honest the only struggle is starting it that's a struggle, but once you begin, once you start it, you know, once you're able to cross that hurdle and start it, he, he 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 begins to bless you. He begins to put, you on know, that he begins to give you that blessing. So hunger first begins to restore you, begins to renew, begins to like I said, what worked for you last year might not or will not work for you this year. So the Holy Spirit, God wants to give you new, you know, strategies. He wants you to do something probably not done before. So, um, but yeah, one key thing is waiting, waiting, waiting on God because the Scriptures are true. The day that wait the Lord shall renew their strength. So I want us to just, you know, I want us to just open our mouth and just. First of all, thank God for His Word. Oh God, thank you for, thank for His Word. For His Word brings light and understanding to the simple. His Word is true. His Want Word strengthens. God, thank you. Thank you his Want Word you is help. a lamp onto our feet and a light unto our path. That means He shows us the way to go. He shows us the way to go. And Father, we thank you for your word. Breathing upon this word, the seed you have planted in our hearts this evening, that this seed will germinate and we shall go forward to bear fruit in the Father, for your blessing, for to hear, to listening to your word is a blessing. So we count all our all our blessings and we name them one by one. Push that Godly to hear your word is a blessing. Thank you. Thank you for this blessing of today. And as we go forward, let's just ask God, Lord, quicken me. Quicken me by your spirit. Like I said, if God does not help us, we cannot achieve this feat. We cannot be surrendered in order to be able to take the position of waiting. Unless the spirit helps us. So we say, Father, help us by your spirit. Help that oh. one individually and also collectively as a group. Help us, Lord, to wait on you that we may renew our strength. Again. Help us with so. Give us lead us in what we do. In the name of Jesus, give us the strength. God, extend to Christ, to tarry your friend, to wait on your God, in the name of Jesus. Beko sama ashtagali kete aliske rito shaziske Pena ziziske libra asupaganyante, vada ganyega jeta kota, reka gazabrana, riko sojna zayna kandevela, I bela no copilla, for disabraga. You are helper, you are helper. Without you, we can do nothing.
2: Without
0: you, we can do For it is you that walks in us to weal and to do for your good pleasure, God. Man, take care, we have. You have taught us that hunger and thirst is given. We ask, God that you give us, give us that hunger. Renew each person hunger. Draw each person, oh God, to that place of wanting. where they receive from you. Direct each person. Yes, and they receive from you according to what you
2: give.
0: For some people is a renewal of hunger. For some people increase in strength. For some people is direction. But Lord, all is all is gotten, all is received at the place of meeting on you. Help us to surrender in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is that the enemy has put put in place to make sure that each person does not wait, we come against that thing with the blood of Jesus. We come against the enemy, Jesus, that you bind every strong man. Bind every strong man. That each person will be of good courage, and we know that that place of waiting shall strengthen each person's heart. Yes, remove every ounce of fear, for you have not given us the spirit of fear but of power. Of love and of the sound mind. <speaking> Mete <in> cala subrana sepiske penosta galian de celebra suscapana, raga gaga zebrana, arama susa zise vile kudostazaimeneco, repe segeda, alagudosta gambrena, repe sepes degedesh, deke <speaking> tu <in> sabrani, raga na subrana that you will help each person
1: go,
0: help each person go, oh, for you are our
2: helper.
0: oh lord oh lord Yes, O God, for it is in Your presence that we are made perfect. It is in Your presence, that we are strengthened. Yes, that You will strengthen every every feeble, me and every weak number. No in the name of Jesus, thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That you will feel each one afresh with your spirit more and more, that we may continue to move faith to faith in the, the name of Jesus. because pursuit is the evidence of desire pursuit is the evidence of desire thank you jesus thank you jesus this word shall not depart from our hearts no the enemy would not be able to see it. The word that you have put in process that it will go deep it shall germinate and it will bear fruit i bind and i come against every attempt of the enemy to steal your word to steal the seed that you have planted in the hearts of your people I come against it in the name of jesus each person will bear fruit unto you god unto righteousness in the name of jesus in jesus mighty name amen does anyone have any prayer points brings us to the end of today's uh session meeting so one key takeaway is hunger is giving Um key way of renewing our hunger is in place of waiting Mm -hmm. and our waiting or our hunger first is for righteousness which is right standing with God, everlasting righteousness, which is the righteousness of God, which is God's way of doing things, which is everlasting. His way of doing things is, is forever. So
4: um
0: yeah and um it's a life that is surrendered, that is able to wait. Now uh, place our job our, our the, the, the the position we have to take is a place of humility to Come to God and just present ourselves and be like Lord. This is it. What do you want me to do? Help me, guide me. You know, and I believe that He will speak to each person and he will lead us, direct each person on what to do. But wait, is, is that one is essential. That is key that He will guide each person on, you know, how to wait or you know how long to wait. Yeah, because that's the summary, and it's personal. So yes, thank you so much.
2: You again, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. God bless you.
0: Yeah, God bless you. Too. God bless everyone. So everyone have a beautiful, wonderful night.
2: you oh, Nice and right. night rest. Right. Good night. Thank you, Thank you everyone. Yeah, Good to you. Take care. Thank you.